Hello again, and welcome to On the Road with the VIAAA, a podcast put on by the Virginia Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association's Public Relations Committee for athletic administrators both in Virginia and across the country. I'm your host, Jim Harris, co-chair of the VIAAA's Public Relations Committee and coordinator of athletics and student activities at Alexandria City High School. On a special episode of On the Road with the VIAAA, we broadcast live from the VIAAA State Conference. Our guest is Region 1C Rep Kurt Linton, Athletic Director at Richard Montgomery High School. All right, we are live at the Virginia Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association Conference here in Charlottesville, Virginia. Today we are joined by Kurt Linton, uh, uh, Athletic Director at Eastern Montgomery High School. Welcome aboard. Thank you, it's great to be here. All right, so tell us uh, the road you took to to become the uh, Athletic Director at Eastern Montgomery School. Where'd you grow up, your schooling, your coaching, your career track that got you to Eastern Montgomery? Okay, well, I grew up in uh, Bluefield, West Virginia. (laughs) <laughs> and took my first job teaching at Christiansburg High School. Uh, taught there and coached there for 27 years. Uh, first 20 coaching and teaching. The last seven were as the athletic director. Um, during At the end of the seven years, of course, we had some budget cuts. They eliminated our position. So I went to a middle school and taught PE for five years. And then they put the positions back in and everything. And that took me to Eastern Montgomery. And I've been there the past five years. Outstanding. Uh, now, how did you get started in the VIAAA? And then tell us the journey you took to become the region rep for 1C. Well, um, it started with uh, Sandy Hathaway mm-hmm. uh, at Salem High School. She got me involved when I became the AD at Christiansburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, the AD there, Gerald Thompson, really encouraged me to get involved in the VIAAA. I actually came to some conferences before becoming the athletic director. And just to see if that's what I really wanted to do and everything, which I knew it was. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'd ever wanted to do. Wanted to coach and be an athletic director. So I was kind of feeling a child, fulfilling a childhood dream there. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I did get the job, then Sandy contacted me, and there was actually going to be an opening my first year there someone was leaving the region that we were in and they were looking for a region rep and she asked me if i would do it and i said yes so i served seven years as a region rep then um i was thinking we were three or yeah class three then at christiansburg and then when i came on this time came back to the high school level uh rusty beamer uh, george with was ready to step down and when i came in then he talked to me and I came back on and I've been back on this five five years this time. You've seen such a growth in the VI AAA over the over the last five years. We're into a new renaissance. I mm-hmm. mean in our board of directors meeting, I mean we're full now. Before people were wearing one, two, three different hats and now, you know, there's the wealth has been spread. I, th- I think it's great. I think the more people you can get involved, I think, you know, you can reach a thing where you have a group of I consider myself one of the older ADs, <laughs> you know, yeah. those guys like myself that are getting ready to retire soon and everything. But if you don't have that injection of youth mm-hmm. and those young athletic directors, and I think with all the committees and having those and spread, like you say, spreading that wealth and getting people involved, mm-hmm. you know, then the organization's not going to work and it'll fall. So, But I, I think we've got a great mix of young and old, and I, I think it's the future's bright. 
outstanding. Uh, you know, certification is a big push for the VI AAA. You're a certified athletic administrator. You know, tell us your process to certification, you know, what it means to you personally, and what are some tips for some ADs looking to reach that next level of CAA? Well, I think it was very important to me. It was something that when I got the RAA, that was my next, you know, next step is your CAA. Mm -hmm. But the professional growth in it, um, having the pride, being able to put that CAA, knowing that's something you accomplished beside your name, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think that's very important. Uh, and then in that process, even going, you make a lot of networking connections becoming the RAA and then going from the RAA to the CAA you make even more because you've got a strong support group there that of people that want to help you get that so you know I, I would say for someone who's looking to take that next step find somebody find a mentor who's done the CAA and work with them let them share with you what they did that's outstanding uh, you know and you've been around for a while in a variety of different roles. You know, what are some ways that an athletic administrator who's looking to get involved with the VEI AAA, what can they do to get involved? Well, I think one of the things is you find out who your region rep is. Mm -hmm. Who's your region rep? Get in touch with them. Ask them the questions. You know, how do I get involved? What do I do to become an RAA? What do I do to join VEI AAA? Mm -hmm. And then I think the next step is you got to get get to conferences. Mm -hmm. Get the con that has been, I think, the, of, of my career, that has probably been the most important thing to me is the connections I've made through going through conferences. And I had a situation a couple years ago, and it was easy to pick out five or six ADs in different locations of the state and say, How do you handle this? You know, what's your school system do? Um, you know, so those kind of things. I wasn't limited to just a couple of ADs in my mm -hmm. district or a couple of, you know, I was able to reach out to somebody from far southwest all the way to the beach mm -hmm. and get different opinions. So I think that networking is important. Indeed. All right. Uh, you know, now let's talk about you as the athletic administrator. You know, who were some of your influences getting into athletic administration? And, you know, who do you look for now for advice, encouragement, a shoulder to cry on? <laughs> I like the shoulder to cry on, <laughs> especially the last few years. Indeed. Uh, um, you know, Gerald Thompson at Christiansburg was real important. He, he knew what I wanted to do. And while he was the athletic director there, he got me involved. Uh, he let me do little things. And I'm trying to do that with someone right now at my school who's few, he wants to be an athletic director. And I felt like that was very beneficial. Gerald helping me, so I'm helping him now. And matter of fact, he's here at the conference with me. But uh, Gerald was very big in that. Uh, Sandy Hathaway was a huge influence there. Um, as far you know, Tom Dolan, I remember taking the 501, 2, and 3, and Tom was there, and just getting to sit down with him, oh gosh, that was 17 years ago, but just him sharing his knowledge with me when he was at Jamestown. Yes, he's going to be a, a big loss uh, retiring from the league this year. Uh, you know, what are some things you do at Eastern Montgomery that, that you think you're really good at? I think we do a good job of getting people to the games. You know, before COVID hit, you know, the COVID era, you know, you just got to kind of forget those years, hopefully, <laughs> yes. as far as things. But, you know, we didn't get good attendance at games. And what could we do? And, you know, we found ways to get more students involved, cutting the prices for student tickets, having giveaways for, you know, kids that have perfect attendance for a three-week period. We give them free tickets to games. Um, 
So we did a lot of that with the kids. That, that was my thing when we came there. We got adults to the games. We couldn't get the kids to come out. Mm-hmm. And so we just made them our focal point, and that's who we've you know, done different things to. That throwing out T-shirts, throwing out footballs, volleyball, little volleyballs or basketballs, and you know, cups and, and anything you can give. Our kids will take anything. Say that <laughs> it they will. What it is and everything. But I think that's probably one of the things I'm good at. The other is the fundraising aspect. You know, I've been there five years, and in of course two of those, like say with the COVID and everything. But we've managed to put up new scoreboards at our football field. We added a new scoreboard. These scoreboards we had were 20 plus years old. And we put up new football scoreboards. We've put up new soccer, uh, excuse me, softball scoreboard this year. Um, one thing we've added to our school is every season we do banners for our seniors okay. and put them up at the fields. And at the last game, then they can take them down and take them home with us. So, you know, this year we put up, and we're a small school, only 275 kids. Okay. But this year we were able to put up 27 senior banners you know, around our different stadiums. Outstanding. You know, now what do you really enjoy most about the job? The people. The people. I mean, the community I'm in, and even at Christiansburg, community I'm in right now, though, the community support is so good. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the community will do whatever they need to. And we're not a wealthy community. We're not a big community or everything like that. But there's people there that will find a way to do what the kid do something for the kids. Last year we made it to the state championship in girls soccer, and we won first state championship the school's ever had. Oh, outstanding! And not that doesn't go back to just uh, Eastern Montgomery. It goes back to Shawsville High School to Allegheny High School. Seventy-eight years of a high school being there, they never had a state championship in a team, and we won our first one this past year. But when we needed things for those kids to get down there, the community was right there, said, what do you need? We'll get it. Great. Now let's talk about the flip side. Now, what's something that you absolutely hate about your position? I use the example of rosters. If I, if rosters could go away tomorrow and I never have to make another one, life would be good. <laughs> um, uh, for I think for me, and, and it's just me as a person, I get so obsessed with making sure I've got officials, buses, <laughs> the games, all that stuff. And I will go over and check that over. I'll check it for next week on this Friday. Mm-hmm. And then I'll check for the on next year. I just keep trying to stay two weeks, three weeks ahead mm-hmm. of everything. And that's that to me, that's my, the thing I hate to do is my fear of doing something wrong. And I did, I mean, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, uh, I missed a football game. Oh wow! Uh, we didn't have any officials for it. Probably the biggest nightmare for a AD yeah. <laughs> in yes. all those years. But you know what? Getting on the speaker to me, I got on the speaker and we took bl- I took blame for it mm-hmm. to all the fans that were there, to both mm-hmm. teams and everything. I accepted responsibility for that happening. Uh, we didn't ask the visiting team, the team that was traveling to us, we didn't ask them to come back the next night. We agreed to go there. They agreed to honor our tickets that people had purchased at their gate. And if they, so it turned out it was a bad situation, mm-hmm. but it turned out fine. Mm-hmm. And I think I got one phone call over the whole uh, thing, which I was thrilled to death with because yeah. I was like, that phone's going to be beeping <laughs> all day. <laughs> all day. But, uh, you know, you do make, it's mm-hmm. making mistakes. It's because you feel like you're hurting mm-hmm. the kids when you make the mistakes mm-hmm. and everything. So that's, yeah. 
Now, what kind of advice would you give, you know, as one of our elder statesmen, one of our seasoned veterans <laughs> of, the, of the association, what are some, what's some advice that you would give to them that they, they can do to be successful? Uh, network. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Find your veteran ADs in your area. Get to the conferences so you can make those social connections and you know, you there's a lot of stuff you pick up at a conference. And my my goal, even when I coach, if I go to one con, go to a conference, if I can pick up one or two things mm-hmm. and take back to make us better, then it's been a successful conference. Mm-hmm. And I feel like all I can find something, you know, at the conference every year to take back. But I think that social networking is so important. Mm-hmm. You don't think as I know there's a lot of young ADs. I can't leave the school. I've got you know two mm-hmm. games this weekend. Your administrators will help you out. You just got to ask and let that, you know, take that little bit of break. It's nice just to get a little break away from there, even though we all do a little work while we're here. Yeah, absolutely. Now, last question. Okay. It's, uh, you know, a lot of people know you, a lot of people don't know you that are going to be listening right now. You know, can you tell us something that they may not know about Kurt? Um... I love collecting antiques. It doesn't matter what it is. I love collecting antiques. I could take a weekend anytime and just go somewhere or pick a town. I like to travel. Mm-hmm. So my fiance and I will just get in the car on a Saturday morning and say, let's head that direction. And we don't know where we're going mm-hmm. or anything like that, but we'll stop at antique stores. We pick up things mm-hmm. along the way. and. You know, so I love doing that. I love looking back at things like that and saying, yeah, I remember mom and dad had that on the uh, hutch when I, when we, you know, in the house when we grew up. I remember those kind of things. And yeah, it's a great thing about this podcast. You're at a school of uh, 200 and... 275. 275, yeah. and, you know, I'm at the largest school at 4,000 here up and up in Alexandria. <laughs> yeah. And all these things can translate to everyone. Right. Uh, but I really appreciate you jumping on the road with the VIAAA, and we look forward to hearing from you next year at the conference and, and more to come. You can count on that, and thank you for taking the time. I appreciate that. I think this is a great opportunity for the VIAAA. Thank you. That's all the time we have for this edition of On the Road with the VIAAA. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at VIAAA95, on Instagram at VIAAA1995, The video edition of this podcast can be found on YouTube. Just search VIAAA. Our website is VIAAA.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.